Welcome back to Writing the Narrative with Jake and Eddie. I'm Jake. And I'm Edward. Okay, before we start this fucking episode on the podcast, Eddie took an energy drink before he I picked him up from his house, and he's just off the wall crazy. Like, more crazy than usual. Uh, I'm not crazy. If I, had to, <laughs> if I had to describe Eddie right now, I look across from me, and I see a man in a chair, shirtless, for no reason, it's like 16 degrees outside, and he's just shirtless in sweatpants because yeah. he wanted to. Just because I felt like it. On, you know? on the ride here, he asked me, if you were in front of 50 people right now, what would you do? And I said, probably say hey. And he's like, I would do this. And he rolls down my window. He, he cuffs his hand, and he shouts out, I like sucking dick. To, to the neighborhood of little kids. Do you realize the neighborhood is full of little kids? No little kids were out and about. <laughs> so doesn't matter. Okay. Regardless. It's kind of relevant to the subject today. Today, do you know what our subject is, Eddie? We're talking about small towns. Specifically what it's like to live in our small town. So we did an episode called School Sucks, and that went over really well. And we're going to try and carry that momentum. Uh, we think we do best in podcast episodes where we know the most about our subject. And today, our subject matter is small towns. Yeah, because we live in a town with 1,600 as our population, which is both accurate and inaccurate because the people who like live here year-round is 1,600, but then the uh, we have like tourists and stuff who come here, and so they elevate the population a little bit because they're... It's a lot. They like triple it. Yeah, especially during the summertime when it's like actually cool to live up here yeah and then they come up in drones so we kind of get a weird in between of small town during like not even the winter months because that's when the snowmobilers come up but we get a small town vibe during um the fucking fall not fall the mud months like the months after winter and then that's about it so we get that small town vibe and then it goes up to a medium town vibe yeah but <sighs> what do you what do you love about our small town let's start with nothing. that Absolutely nothing. I hate living in a small town. I feel caged here. <laughs> like a wild bird. Yeah. You'd be let free. You'd because actually, there's nothing you love about a small There's nothing. really nothing. There's actually zero things that interest me about small towns. It's like the city calls my name. <laughs> like you're a fucking star. Like if, I, if life was a video game and you get to pick like where you spawn in, I'd spawn in the city. But you're here instead. Yeah. You spawned in the wrong Lit- spot. Yeah, literally the worst place on earth. I mean, I shouldn't say that. The The one good thing I'd say about our small town is that our school is actually really nice. Yeah, we get a lot of funding from um, from the government because our school is so small. It's the only one in the area for quite a while. So we get a lot of that funding from the school and from our community. Even though it's a small school, it... Like, I remember one of my teachers saying that it costs millions of dollars to upkeep it every year. Yeah, and that's why we always have to ask the community for more money. Um, now that we talk about small school, that's one of the problems with a small town is the small school. Everybody knows everybody and everyone in yeah. a small town. Which, I mean, you could say that that's a problem, but you could also say that that's a good thing. Because for the people who like that energy, like my mom, for example, and your mom, yeah, um, 
they love being able to talk to fucking everybody for 30 minutes straight yeah exactly it's, like they especially going to the grocery oh store god. oh my god yes dear lord okay going around the grocery store i'll be pushing the cart and i'll go down an aisle where like mom's like, okay we need fucking eggs and milk and i'll go down the eggs and milk aisle and then i'll see someone that i know she knows and she'll i'll pass it purposely because i don't want to have a fucking 30 minute conversation with this person so she'll be like oh the aisle was here and i'm like we're not going down that aisle She's like, why? Yeah. She's like, oh my god, Linda! Linda, what are you doing here? Rebecca! Oh, stop it! And oh, it's always the dumbest conversations. Like, you get 2% too? It's like, kill me! I don't want to live! It's so bad. My mom it's does so the same exact thing. Like, it, it's become such a like running joke that my mom's like, how many people do you think I'm going to see that I know here at the grocery store? And in my head, I'm thinking, God, kill me. Kill me. <laughs> Probably three, maybe more. <laughs> so much more than that. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, but the the fucking um the checkout ladies just know my mom at this point. Oh really? They have like five minute conversations. Well, yeah. And we got people behind us waiting in line, and I just want to take a piece of bread, a loaf of bread, and shove it down my throat until I choke to death. That is a big difference between your mom and my mom is that they're both extremely extroverted, but my mom always initiates with people that she knows but doesn't really initiate conversation with people that she doesn't know i mean she sometimes does it but not that often but your mom your mom just initiates with anybody anybody everybody yeah there's no in between sometimes i wonder how she knows people and and i don't even want to ask because then i'll get a 30 minute conversation yeah well it's probably just by being her like being like oh hey how are you what's your name you know, like, it's, like, uh, yesterday, working at uh, the shop, uh, she uh, was like, oh, hey, how are you, to this one dude, and then they had, like, a like a small conversation, and they went out, I was like, oh, who was that, and she was like, I don't know, I was like, what, <laughs> like, she acted like she knew him, but she doesn't but, remember his name, yeah, That's but she, thing. no, but, like, she never met him before, she didn't know who he was, dude. so, like, I, I guess that's a tactic that you can a use tactic for like to be a headache. I guess. I, I mean, mean, I don't know. I don't like it. Like if you're someone who is having a rough day and you have like some random stranger bring like crackhead energy to you, it actually lifts up your day. So I can see why she lives that way and why she like always talks to everybody. But at the same time, I would want to be left alone occasionally. I can't go to the grocery store without seeing someone I know. I'd be like, hey, hey. And if you're not extroverted, it's like, oh, my fucking God. Leave me alone, please. Because you're like, you it's so awkward. Like, hey, Eddie. Hey, how's it, how's it going? <laughs> um, no. So another problem with small towns is that we talked about population and how everybody knows everybody. Let's talk about how everyone is related to everybody, right? Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's this – so my girlfriend – has a cousin and the cousin has a boyfriend and i know it's a long line but there's this rumor going around that they might be like eighth cousins the boyfriend and and the cousin oh there's this rumor like they might be related and they didn't know that when they started dating Mm -hmm. so it's like really awkward yeah but that's a small town vibe this fucking incest is fucking actually that kind of happened to my sister before really yeah where um, I think it was my sister, but, uh, 
where or no, it was my sister's friend. Uh, her name uh, I'll just call her Stephanie because that's like a basic name. Um, but a white girl name, yeah, Stephanie. Stephanie uh, started dating this guy, and it went well for like eight months, and then they broke up. But then two years later, they went to a funeral and they saw each other, and they're like, "Oh, how did you know so and so?" They're like, oh, they're my uncle. How do you know them? They're like, oh, they're my dad's cousin. Nice. Yeah. So what were the co- their cousins or like distant second cousin, third yeah, cousin, I, something like that. Yeah, something like but that. They, I don't want to do the math in my man, head. Imagine fucking your cousin. Ooh. And then you figure like that, blood. I think they like, must have been like second cousins. Blood cousin. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, you're my blood cousin. Yeah, like oops. I've seen my that online. I've seen that. <laughs> my bad. My my bad. Do you think they told the family? Like they're just like shit. They you gotta prob- keep your they secret. Pro- yeah, they probably just left it. Like <laughs> they're like no. But at the family dinner table, right? They they the know. Huge family reunion. They're looking up at each other. Like can you pass us salt. And she's like, sure, you can take the salt. And they just don't avoid eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else is there about small towns? The dumb shit people do for entertainment because there's nothing to do. Oh, yeah. So here in Wisconsin, uh, I think like the top three drunkest cities in the United States are all in Wisconsin. Yeah, getting drunk. That's about it. You get yeah. you get totally plastered up here for fun. Actually, that's that's a fun activity. That's a Saturday, that's a Saturday night. One of our um, teachers told me a story about how he was at the casino in Las Vegas and he just had like three beers. Or something like that. And these guys over at the next table were all laughing. They were like looking at him. And he was like, hey. Like he went up to them and he was like, hey, what what's up? And they were like, are you from Wisconsin? And he was like, uh, yeah. And then they were like, oh, we knew it. You were just down in those things. <laughs> and he's like, no, that, that's pretty average. Like <laughs> That's average. Yeah. I one time went in my teachers. So I was talking to one of my teachers and they're like, Hey, go get um this from my desk. Go get like a pencil sharpener, or, like an eraser, some shit like that. Mm-hmm. I go and I open my, I open the wrong one, the one below that, the one I was supposed to open, and I found a bottle of Fireball in the teacher's desk. <laughs> I'm not making this shit up, and I'm not gonna say what teacher, but it was like, fuck, <laughs> like, why do you have this for like casual Saturday nights with the boys? <laughs> like, yeah. In the teacher's did, lounge. Did, did you ask them? <laughs> no, I didn't fucking ask them. I didn't even let them know I saw it because you'd be like blackmail me or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But like, but like if you tell anybody, I'm giving you an F. Yeah, it was weird. I did that. And then all of a sudden he started giving me better grades in my paper. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm thinking to myself, do the teachers like go to the teacher's lounge and be like, fuck, I can't deal with this kid anymore. And they're just like pouring one out into their coffee and like <laughs> casually I f- I feel like pushing it down. If if I was like a uh, a shop teacher, I feel like the shop teachers would do that. You know, they have to deal with all the all the redneck kids. And so they just go inside the teacher's lounge and are like... I feel like every teacher has to deal with the, with the shop kids. That's true, though. That's true. No offense to shop kids. Some of you are great, but um, some of you are a little... I'm the, yeah, like the the ones that we have at our school, they can like fix anything on a truck. Oh, but I'll, as, I'll pay them to fix shit on my car. Yeah, but like anything else, they are just mm, they like um one of them, 
I I don't know how this conversation came up anymore, but I was talking about street racing in Tokyo. And he was like, what kind of stupid name is that for a town? Was that Florida? I was like, for real? You got to be joking me, right? <laughs> like, like that's a joke, right? He's like, what are you talking about? Uh, it's a stupid name. I was like, no, that's not, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> like Tokyo, Japan, <laughs> and they're like Miami, Florida. <laughs> Must be right next to Miami. Did you see um, on this person's story who's known to be a shop kid? He went down to Florida. And then his first post on his story was a picture of the balcony. He's like, college kids down here oh, in Florida. Oh, no, no, no. Did you see that? <laughs> no, he's not in Florida. He's in Alabama. Okay. Even better. That's next to Florida. Yeah. But he's like, the first post was, oh, God, college kids down here just do something different. That's all I'm going to say. And then his next post was that night, same fucking balcony. He's like, shit, college girls down here, fuck. It's different. You fuck them, and then you leave a 50 on the counter and leave. And then I'm like, dude, what the fuck? And did you see the name of his private story was Locally Drunked? <laughs> locally Drunk. But he deleted it after that. Oh, really? He deleted it like 30 minutes later. It's not on his story anymore. I thought that well, was funny as shit. It's like, dude, I, you get no bitches. I'm sorry. Like, what, what did you pull? I need to know. Like, I need to know what this small northerner boy from our school pulled. Because, like, ain't... Dude, but to be honest with you, girls up here are far more stuck up than girls so? down in the south. Yeah, it's so much easier to get girls that aren't from our school. Hmm. Yeah. Is that a small town thing? I'm not quite sure. But girls up here are definitely more stuck up. Hmm. Like, their... I guess their standards are higher. Facts. Everyone's got to be, like, 6'5". Yeah. Ripped. The opposite of me. <laughs> Eddie sitting here shirtless, his man titties jiggling, his his stomach hanging out. Me being five seven. <laughs> Did I tell you? Okay, I'll tell this to the I'll tell this to the people listening on the podcast. Uh, me, my coach knew me and Eddie when we were freshmen. Mm-hmm. He came to open gyms. My bad basketball coach, and he watched us shoot around. And I was okay, but Eddie was pretty horrible. So Eddie, he would spend a lot of like one on one time with you playing basketball yeah that's true he showed you how to shoot he was like really like way out of character for him like he never did that before yeah but the thing was is that like this year when you're running track because he hasn't seen you for like three years he comes up to me while we're doing warm-ups and he's like did eddie like eat an elephant why is he so fat i'm like dude you can't say that stuff he's like he's just so fat and he's like, and he, you're going laps around the track, and you were looking at you. Everyone's looking at you. You don't notice because you have your headphones on because you don't give a fuck about the world. And yeah. you're, everyone's looking at you, and he's like, he says it again. He's like, man, just look at those things jiggle. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't know that part. Yeah, it's funny. It's so fucking funny. But that's um, it's small town things. Everyone, man, everyone knows uh, everything. I showed you a picture of me a year ago. Um. And I was like shredded, but then I got fat. People get fat up here so easily. Oh yeah, because the food, the culture, um, everything's fried. In the winter, when it's snow and you can't go outside and do activities, people just sit inside and drink, and yeah. they get so fat. People get really fat. I mean, I, I like to joke one too many times at Jack's house because at Jack's house, when we're playing D and D, 
we just eat so much. Oh, he he fattens us up like little pig boys. Yeah, like most of the time we've been having like pizza rolls and like uh, oh so many cans of soda, like. I'll average five cans of soda in one night. So right. That's why I hold myself to water at Jack's house. Yeah, that's probably like 700 calories worth of soda around there. What else? I mean, the snow is horrible. It's oh, so cold. Yeah. The so snow, fucking cold. The snow disgusts me. Actually, one thing about the snow here is that we have this area called the snow belt. Mm-hmm. And it only exists right here in like Eagle River. And so that's the reason why we're the snowmobile capital of the world is because we get so much snow that it just makes more sense to have it here. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. And actually, the uh, the snowmobile was invented, like, I think, like, in St. Germain. Really? Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. If if you go over to the, um, the like, snowmobile museum here in... Ain't nobody going to that shit. But it, continue. I, I think it might be in St. Germain or it's in Eagle River. I'm not quite sure. But it shows you that, yeah, it was it was made up here. Yeah. Did you know Johnny Depp used to come to our small town? Really? Yeah. Well, the fucking guy from Jack Sparrow used to come up here and just. Guy from Jack Sparrow. You mean the guy who played, played Jack Sparrow? Yeah. You know what I fucking meant. That's another thing from small towns. Annoying ass friends. God, I want to get rid of you so bad. I know. But uh, but I'm like a leech. You, you are like a leech. Oh, that's another Parasite. thing. Cutting people off in small towns. Oh, yeah. That's pretty hard. Because you cut them off from your life and you see them like all the time. Yeah. Walking around, going to school, getting lunch. Like there was this one girl that I had talked to for like three months. Player. And oh, yeah. You know me. Major Play, player. Playing hard. <laughs> you um, jiggle them things in front of her and then she came. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like... Then um, we we stopped even being friends. And, but the problem was that I still had two classes together with her. And because our last names are so close together, alphabetically, we sit right next to each other in both classes. So that was kind of awkward to like. How'd you deal with it? I just didn't talk to her. You just fucking ignored the shit out of her? Yeah. That's the only way you can do you it. You ghosted her? Yeah. <laughs> You're so cold when you ghost people, too. Yeah. You go from, like, such a caring dude to just, like, fuck off. I hate you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, remember, I remember you came up to me at lunch. Uh, speaking of this person, you came up to me, and you're, like, rubbing your face. You're, like, man, sometimes... I like to just fucking accidentally step on the back of her heels just to invert her fucking shoes, just to watch her struggle and for her to awkwardly laugh, but I don't laugh back. Like you're yeah. like a psychopath. And <laughs> like you're it's, it's like that psychopath shit. Yeah, I'm I'm a very vengeful person, which I shouldn't be. There there's a lot of stuff. Like I always know what's right. That's the difference between me and someone who who like um hates is, people. Yeah, who, like, is a bad person just, like, naturally. I'm a bad... I'm, like, genuinely evil sometimes. Because, like, being evil, to me at least, means that you're doing something bad and that you know that you shouldn't do and you enjoy it. You know, like, someone who who normally does stuff bad just, like, does it because they don't know any better. I do it because I know better. Because you know the other outcome, and you think this outcome is more fun? 
Mm-hmm. Is that the thing what you're thinking of? Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Another thing is, speaking of like that revenge, like people can get a hold of you or like just come to your house so easy. Oh, yeah. I remember when you guys would just show up in my house sometimes and be like, we're coming over. And I, I what, was it going to fucking stop you? I'm going to stop you. You would just walk here. Exactly. And it's like, because it's only, I don't know, it's like five miles. But it's such a small place. It's like you could bike here. That would be less than that. And it's, you guys were just here. And oh, yeah. I couldn't like get rid of you. I think from your house to mine is 3.6 miles. It is not even that far. Yeah. And I know the exact amount because I have looked it up on Google Maps and I've ran to your house. That's how I know. Yeah, because from going you, to your house. You, <laughs> I remember one time I was laying in bed and you're like, you're like, can I, do you want to hang out? I'm like, nah, I'm really tired. I'm laying down. And then you ran here, took a picture of my house and you'd be like, doesn't seem like there's a lot going on. And by the time I got up and fucking looked at my window, you're gone. Yeah. Gone. Like the wind. Like the I, Zodiac killer. I want you to know that I thought about just like texting you, hey, I'm in your house. <laughs> and then you'd be like, ha ha, very funny. And I'd be like, check my location. And then you'd check. And then it would be in your house. You'd be like, where are you? I'm under your bed. But I'm like in your closet or something. And I'm just waiting for you to look so I can like hop on you. That'd be like the time we, me and my girlfriend got done with the movies. That's a fun, that's a fun thing to go go to the movie theaters yeah when there's nobody there in a small town because mm-hmm. sometimes it'll just be like if it's especially not the show opening night it'll just be you and the other person yeah if you wait like four days it will literally be an empty movie theater with just you and the other person that you paid like eight dollars for but we were leaving the movie theater and a bunch of these dudes pull up in the car next to us we don't know who they are because like a black blacked out jeep and they take out a frozen banana and they throw it at my girlfriend's car really yeah it didn't dent it or anything. It was just like a funny prank. And they sent us a video of it. And we thought it was funny. Because like they instantly identified that it was her car. And like, shit, get the frozen bananas out. And they can, they, they're going around town. And just Actually, actually I know exactly who that was. Because the same thing happened to me. Really? Yeah. Except they didn't take a video of it. But like um, Isaiah and I were walking. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, just drive by. Chuck the, chuck the frozen banana. Frozen banana. No, it wasn't frozen though. Was it a regular? We got a yeah. frozen banana. Oh, it was Ours a regular must have been banana. Special. And so then we were like, "Oh, sick, a banana!" And then we picked it up, and then you I chucked it. No, I didn't eat it, oh, but okay. I I chucked it. Like the time you ate that cheeseburger off the ground. Yeah, that was a good cheeseburger that was though. Not a good cheeseburger, man. Dude, that was a good cheeseburger. So frozen bananas and regular banana, like that's crazy to think about that happened on like the same night. It must have, because they only do they only did that once. So we were both doing our own thing separately and we both got bananaed yeah we both got bananaed bananaed hard like hardcore nana yeah mine was frozen so that means i'm special and you're not yeah well for me it like it just missed us and you could see like the banana splat right down on the right ground. next to the road yeah right oh, right in front gosh. of us let's talk about so what i love what no actually what i hate is that the tourists here think about all the crackheads in the world. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this a little visual for people. And then think about crackheads with money. Because they're the only type of crackheads that can afford to come up here on vacation from Illinois and the other parts of the Midwest. Mm-hmm. So we don't get just normal crackheads. We get crackheads with money. Yeah. And the crackheads with money are even worse. Yeah. Do you have any Karen moments you like to talk about? Karen moments? Like Karen. Like, you know, you got to deal with the Karen. No, I don't think I 
I don't think I've ever had that actually. Really? Yeah, I've never experienced. You've it. never experienced someone come in. You worked at a fucking foot shop. You've never had anyone come in and lose their shit at you guys. No. Damn. I wish I had that life. I I mean, I've had hard to deal with customers, but okay. it's not the same thing. Okay. Because like what what we have at uh the fudge store um is that there will be some customers who order a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Just a crap ton. And so there's there's this lady who came in with her six kids. She comes in every six year. Kids. She, she's a nice lady, but those kids. Let me tell you. I wanted to blow my brains out. <laughs> There, there was one kid who went into our break room. I had to be like, ma'am, please get your kid. Because like, I couldn't like go in there and like take him, you know, that, that's someone else's kid. How old so, are they? They're, they're, were they at age where if you say get out of the break room, they would understand or comprehend like what you're saying? The one kid that went inside of the break room was like eight or seven. But, you know, that's the age where like you tell him to do something is no, no. Like that that's what she did. She she like went back there and she's like, Come on, you have to get out and then he's like, No. No. And so she had to like drag him out. <laughs> but but then, the funniest when you gotta drag a little fucking kid to like squirm and all Yeah, that. like two of them were still in a stroller. They they had like a dual stroller to have mm-hmm. like two kids in it. And like so she comes in with the stroller and then the other four just like are banshees. They they all like squirm around. They're like they're like dirty rats that just like squirm, you know. Dirty rats. Yeah, that's what I imagine kids are. At dirty least these days, greasy rats. Yeah, dirty little greasy rats. But like, what was the most annoying part was that they kept on grabbing things, and they were like, "I want this," and she's like, "No, put it back." And then ah, they'd immediately start crying because they couldn't get what they wanted. But the lady herself, she's super nice, but she always wants a crap ton of fudge, just okay. a crap ton. And so what I have to do is patiently wait for, uh, you know, her to get the whole order in. But it takes like literally like one is and a half like to two Is she like indecisive about it? Because she'll be like, I want um that. Yeah, and then she looks down and she's like going one by one to see what she well, wants and doesn't not, want. Not only does she do that, but she's like, "I want that." Um, I'll take two. Wait, no, one. Wait, I'll take three pounds Ooh, of it. Three that's pounds. That's rough. Yeah, and then you got to deal with a little fucking screaming kid, so she probably gets interrupted and loses her train of thought all the time. Yeah. So she like goes off and she's like, "Get the fuck over here!" and like maybe beats him once or twice, and it comes back over like, "Oh, how many how many pounds of that did I want?" <laughs> oh, and then she'll also like accidentally get doubles. So she'll get like two pounds of pretzels, which pretzels are super light. We have these like chocolate. Two pounds of chocolate pretzels? Chocolate. Fuck ton. Who the fuck is eating that many chocolate pretzels, dude? So that's that's an inhuman decent amount of chocolate pretzels. Yeah. (laughs) That's like cardiac arrest chocolate pretzel amounts. In one one pound? That's feeding a small African village. (laughs) Like chocolate pretzels. Like I would have to (laughs) go to the back because we didn't have that many up front. I would have to go to the back and weigh it in the back because like the what we have on display is far too little. We have maybe half a pound in pretzels in the Can display. Can you quantify, like give an approximate estimate of how many chocolate pretzels will be in two pounds? Probably 
Mm, I'd say probably around a hundred. Okay. But like these are big pretzels. Oh, facts. Yeah. These aren't like these are like how big? How big are we talking? I'd say like like that. Those that are big. Those are big pretzels. Like yeah. not don't think of like a regular pretzel. Think of like because maybe a pretzel dipped. three times as big. Yeah. They're chocolate dipped. So like the diameter of it is like bigger. So like yeah, nice lady. But like everything that she brought with her was just like you know. Like she would always be very patient with me because she like realized mm-hmm. that like she had crackhead kids and that she was buying a lot. But I mean, other than that, yeah. So my well, okay, it was summertime, right? Like July. Okay. It was the July weekend, which is especially bad. Mm-hmm. We I was working at this restaurant and I was busing. It was my first job ever. And this we have to wait for everyone in the establishment to leave. Right? I was the last busser. Yeah. And it was like one thirty, maybe getting close to two o'clock. I mean two AM. Sorry, not not PM, AM. And oh, so dang. yeah. And so there's this one dude still at the bar and they're like, Hey man, it's 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 closing time. Like you gotta get going. He's like, No, nah. he's waste he's absolutely plastered. Yeah. He's like, No, I'm not I'm not going. I'm not going. And we're like, dude, you gotta get out. And he's like, Don't fucking talk to me like that. I'll fucking and he says he says this. <laughs> it always stuck out to me in my mind because I'm watching him from the dining room. I'm like leaning up against a wall because I really want to go. Yeah. And he's like, I'll rip your asshole apart. <laughs> what? I'm like, dude, what? That what sounds kinda... like something I'd say. <laughs> yeah, what kind of insult is that? Yeah. He's a skinnier dude, probably in his thirties. <laughs> what? A thirty year old man told yeah. you that? Yeah. He's in like he's not a young kid. He's he's a grown ass adult. He was like mid thirties. And he's balding a little bit, and um, he's got, weirdly, he's got, like, super thick, long pants. I don't remember what they were. And he's got, like, a long sleeve on. He's a man of shorter stature. He's, like, 5'8". And he's, like, we're, like, you got to go. The bartenders are telling him we got to go. The owners come out, like, you got to go. He's, like, fine, I'll fucking leave. And then as he's walking out, he's, like, grabs a beer bottle and throws it on the ground, smashes it. And then he looks at me, and he's, like, the fuck you looking at, stick man? I'm like, bro, come on. Like, what the fuck did I even do to you? Yeah. And he's like, then we have to like, he gets physical with one of our kitchen staff. So we have to like push him out and lock the door. Mm-hmm. And he's like, slams it. He's like, fuck this place. I'm burning this place down. I'm like, what? dude, chill out. And then he, I shit you not, like something out of a fucking comedic movie. He gets on his ATV, drives off. But as he's driving off, he hits the fucking electric pole. Oh my and god! And he fucking smashes into the pole, and he like crashes his ATV. And then this the thing doesn't the wheel is like wobbling off. And he's like, "Fuck!" And he like gets back <laughs> on, and he like drives down the road. I thought it was so funny. It was one of the funniest moments. But yeah, I've had to deal with lots of Karens. Um, another big thing I dealt with at the go kart place, one of our local go kart place. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to deal with a lot of people who don't speak very good english at all nothing to knock the people that don't speak very good english specifically russian and polish people that come up here really yeah huge amounts of russian and polish people uh the biggest thing was like trying to explain the rules to them and if they break the rules they will be cut short like you you cannot do some of the things they are trying to do um especially on the bumper boats we have like this rule of bumper boats where it's like you do not stand on the boats Cause like you okay, I'm rambling on here and I need to take a chill pill. Let me describe to you this go kart place I worked at. 
in the bumper book pool, it was maybe water that was four feet deep. It always looked deeper because we dyed the pool so you couldn't see all the nasty ass shit that was just filled the pool. We dyed it like the darkest blue. Like you mm-hmm. cannot see the bottom. And it's only four feet deep. It's four feet deep. You cannot see the bottom. Okay. It was the nastiest fucking thing. We had to dye it daily. And every time we dyed it, right, these harsh chemicals would kill all the fucking frogs that would live in the pool. Oh, God. So you, <laughs> you dye the thing and then all the fucking frogs start floating up. Oh, no. <laughs> it was so funny. But um, and then you get things that like died in it because it was like just deep enough where things could go in, but they couldn't get out. Yeah. Rats. Mice. squirrels fucking anything you can imagine all (laughs) kinds of insects leaves just the it was the fucking dirtiest thing so we had these this group of kids come in who are russian and one of them's a fat little piece of shit like a fat (laughs) little fucking 12 year old and they're all on the bumper boats it's full thing of bumper boats which is chaotic because engines are dying because if they die in the middle of the thing like we cannot get them yeah. You have to like you have to wait till they drift or whatever. So the fucking packed bumper boats f- and they're all just like 12 of the same family, all Russian, not speak good English, fat group of individuals. Like okay. and I I I don't mean to hate on fat people. I really don't. But these guys were just big as hell. Like these 12-year-olds yeah. were morbidly obese like cardiac arrest. What? <laughs> and so they go on there and I'm trying to explain the rules to them and they're like, "Stand? Can can we stand?" I'm like, "No. No standing." You cannot stand. And he's like, stand. And I'm like, no, what? no standing. And then he he pulls out, the dad pulls out a 20. He's like, stand. And I'm <laughs> like really tempted to take the 20 and let him stand. I'm like, no, 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 no standing. He's like, yeah. okay, okay. And he winks at me and I'm like, <laughs> stop, no standing. And they go out and of course they all start fucking standing. Yeah. But then they all start like knocking each other into the water. Oh God. And so the ride goes five minutes, but I cut them off at like 30. Like I have to say, I have to pull them in at thirty because literally they're all at this point. The boats are in the fucking middle, going crazy. Yeah, and the rest of them are in the water, in this nasty ass fucking water. Oh god! And like my my most vivid memory was, oh, and for some reason, I remember they're fat because they fucking decided to strip down into their underwear what? to get onto the ride. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. That's probably important. But to get on to, to, <laughs> to get that's a good description. So a lot of people, you know, before they get on the bumper boats, they tell them, Yeah, you're gonna get a little wet. So they take off their shoes, maybe their socks, which yeah. is reasonable. Yeah. But this family's like, fuck it. And they took off their shorts and their tops. And they're oh, in their this underwear. reminds me of Motor Russia. Yeah, they're like, This is good. And they go onto the water and they're just fucking they start swimming in it. And I'm like, get out of the water. And I just remember this little eight year old boy coming up from the water and then he's like spits out. He spits out like a like like you know not like like spitting it out but like yeah like, like a stream, stream of water, water yeah. out of his mouth. I'm like I almost gagged. I gagged and almost threw up. <laughs> I'm like that's, <laughs> like that's so nasty. Dude, imagine how it tasted. Oh God, like die. Like yeah. I, I think that kid might have. You might want to check that kid in the hospital because he's gonna end up like the frogs. Yeah, like food poisoning. <laughs> he's gonna bro. end up with the frogs. Man. Oh, it was so bad. Yeah. It was so bad working at that go-kart place. I have plenty of other stories. Mm-hmm. Um, like the time I had a family of Russians, didn't speak good English, hit me with a go-kart. Whoa, what? You got hit with uh, a yeah, go-kart? Yeah, I did get hit, uh, the big-ass NASCAR ones in the back Yeah, that are like chunky. Yeah, I got hit with that. <laughs> Schmokied with that. Like full, <laughs> full speed. <laughs> Clap my ass, did a spin, Th- those landed. Those things go like, what, 12 miles? Those are the fastest ones. Yeah. Way faster. 13. 
14. Really? They're only supposed to go 12, but we cranked those bad boys up to like 13, 14. God. And we like, I got smoky by a fucking <laughs> little kid because he didn't understand where the break was. I showed him and he just got confused. Yeah. Oh, that actually happened to me when I went to your you, go-kart place. You got hit by a go-kart? No, I didn't know where the break was. Oh, and then you crashed. Yeah, it, it was funny because the group of people that I was with, they they got yelled at for... um. Uh, bumping into each other. Yeah, that happens and, every time. And so, um, the your your coworker all stopped them and was like giving an explanation. Hey, you can't you can't do that. Otherwise, we're gonna kick you out. And I was behind them, and so the, they're all stopped, right? But I'm not there yet because I'm like super slow on the go kart because it's my first time and I didn't know like where anything was. And so I'm coming around the corner. And they're all right there, like all stopped right there. And I was like, oh, I'm going to stop. I was like, wait a second. I don't know how to stop. And so I just slam hard right into, like, as they're being told, hey, you can't slam into each other. Boom, full force, just like right into the back of of one of the uh, people that I was with. And <laughs> your co- co-worker was, oh, just go, just go. Just go. Get the fuck out of here. Go. I don't want to see you anymore. Yeah. That makes sense. Just so done. So done with it all. Those are our Karen stories. Yeah. I've had so many more. So many times I've gotten hit. Or like just lightly bumped by a go-kart. And it's like, man, I don't want to do this. It's Yeah, you should have so taken that 20. <laughs> I should have taken that 20. Yeah. I've taken, I've taken bribes. I won't lie. Oh, really? I've taken bribes working at the go-kart place. <laughs> Dude be like, 10 extra minutes? And he hands me a 20. I'm like, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> I take it. Stuff in my pants. Um, I Small towns. What is there else to say? People suck. People really do suck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people around town know me as the guy who runs shirtless in winter. That's true. Um, Infamous. And so the, when I first started to do it, or no, this was probably at the end of last winter. Um, I was about to go into McDonald's with a with a group of people, and then someone rolled down their window like, "Put a shirt on." Um, but I had a shirt on at the time, so I don't know. You just didn't get it. But they recognized me even with a shirt on, somehow. And what we have this restaurant that's like in the middle of town, next to um, our gas station. You oh know what, yeah, yeah, you know which one it is. But like, I I go there quite a bit, and um, there are these like Mexican ladies who work there, and they always come up to me and they're like, "Oh, still running, still running," <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I still run, still run." Yeah, but they they, they love you. Yeah, they Probably know me as the running man. Yeah, they lo- the running man. Yeah, dude, what's that in Spanish? That'd probably be a sick nickname. Dude, that probably The man who runs. That's your nickname. Yeah. But don't I don't know. Those Mexican ladies love me. Anytime that I walk in, they're like, oh hey. And yeah. <laughs> I I think everyone just loves you. That's false. Also, there's oh, okay. So I want your opinion on this. Okay. Small town people do things that like big city people wouldn't do when they get out of small towns. Mm-hmm. 
like be funny and friendly to everybody. That's my that's the thing in small towns. Everybody tries to be funny and friendly. It's like everybody they see, you know, hey, how's it going? They crack a quick joke. You know how it is. Yeah. Right. So my my girlfriend right now is in Mexico at a very fancy resort, right? Full yeah. of tourists. Mm-hmm. And the fucking the workers are all Hispanic. And so when they my I FaceTimed her last night and they were telling me how when they went up to the workers to ask them about stuff, they tried speaking Spanish to them. And they were like, How many of this do you want? And they tried and they tried answering the fucking how many? Like a, a number, like a quantity, mm-hmm. as in like gracias. <laughs> and I I just picture the fucking workers being like, they have to put on this face, right? They're like, oh my God, ha ha, so funny, you're trying. And then they go in the back and they're all speaking Spanish to each other. And they're like, these guys are fucking idiots. I hate these guys so much. Wouldn't you think that'd be annoying? Honestly. I mean, I guess. Like if if we had a group of uh of I don't even know, like, French people come in. Right. They were just speaking. They could only speak French. And, like, they couldn't understand us. Maybe I'd be like, oh, these guys are annoying in English. That's, like, that's different, though. That is different. Because they said the same thing when I made fun of them for that. I'm like, I know they 100%. They go in the back and they make fun of your white asses. <laughs> but they defended with, if someone came to like if we were working at the go-kart place and someone came up to me if they tried their best to speak english they probably appreciate it right or i would probably appreciate it if they're trying yeah, to speak english yeah. i'm like no 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 that's not how that fucking works because they're in the resort where they already are speaking very good english mm-hmm. right like they can speak english and spanish probably very well and so like Oh, it's that kind is of different. A, yeah, it's I see kind of mean. an insult to go there and then try and speak their language when they're just like, just tell me what you want in English because we can both speak English. Yeah. Like, stop. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, they try to quantify it like that. I'm like, no, that's not the same. They probably get that a lot where, like, somebody I, wants to show off their Spanish. And they try, and then they sound stupid as shit. Yeah. And it's like, no, you, your two years of high school Spanish did not translate very well. <laughs> This is because they're like at a, they're at a buffet at the resort. They're trying to say the different names of the food in Spanish, and they're like super confused on what they're ordering. That mm-hmm. would be annoying. Yeah, would that not be annoying? Yeah, that would be pretty annoying. That's like in your scenario, if the Frenchmen came up to us, but we both speak French, and then they tried speaking English. It's yeah, like, that would be weird. Just speak French with me. Yeah, just how about we just have a common you know language? I mean, like high school uh, language teachings is just like stupid in general because we actually have this transfer student who came from Germany and uh, I was like, and you know, I took like three years of German. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, Hey, does ich habe Katzengern mean I like cats? He's like, I mean, I guess, but that's not how you really would say it. What? How do you say it? I don't know. He didn't, I didn't really ask, but like, that's how I thought. That's how we were taught to say. It's like, funny that like we used to do a Chinese exchange student program here. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that the Chinese exchange students think that this is a normal America. Like our small town is a normal America. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, no, it's not It's not at all. at all for them. They get so confused. I mean, like, I actually know a tiny bit, just a small amount of Chinese. Mandarin? It's Mandarin. Well, yeah. Like, it's Mandarin, but like it's chinese true um and so i remember like one time um 
one of them help me out and i was like shishi because that means thank you and they they said you're welcome back but they, they were like very surprised for their wool and then they said you're welcome i don't remember what it was because it was like more complicated but yeah they, w- they were surprised that i just said thank you Man. because because like they they did speak english but they spoke like they're learning. That's the whole point yeah, of coming yeah, here they're is to learn. They're learning. So, here I appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, that'd probably. be so stressful, not being able to communicate properly, and like you just like can't get out what you want to say mm-hmm. to people. So it's like, do you want this? And I'm like, oh, imagine like ordering food at a restaurant, and you're like, I know all these ingredients, or maybe I don't know all these ingredients, mm-hmm. and you're like, shit, I don't want that on there. How do I say that? And they're like trying Ooh. to say it, but they just can't fucking express it. Yeah, I I guess that would be hard because like you can point to something on a menu and they'll be like okay i'll get you that Mm -hmm. but other than that you can't really communicate at all yeah um another weird thing that i remembered how to say in chinese is chafan lama what does that mean have you eaten yet that's it i don't know why that is like engraved into my head but that's one of the only things i remember from uh learning a little bit of mandarin Another thing with small towns is when you go out of a small town, we talked about this already, but when mm-hmm. you go out of a small town, like I'm going to go on a vacation to West Virginia over spring break to see my sister. And I know the people that she keeps around are like, you know, inner city. Um, and they're just, it's just different. You feel yeah. like isolated and awkward. Cause like you try and talk to them. It's like, how's it going? And they're like, it's going good. It's going good. And it's like, Okay. But it's like it's it's not like speaking a different language. It's it's more complicated. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the flow of conversation yes, is different. The flow of conversation is so weird. Yeah. And they'll be talking about stuff and you'll walk and be like, Hey, what's up? And you're like, What the fuck's wrong with this kid? Yeah, <laughs> like, there's way less small talk. Way oh, less. So much less. Yeah. They just ignore people, maybe watch the game. Like even before Isaiah and I were walking on Friday together, and as we were walking, there was a dude who was walking on the sidewalk in the opposite direction and as he passed us he was like hey boys how's it going today and we we're like oh it's going great that how about n- you that would never happen in a yeah, big city never you'd be looked at weird maybe in like new york where yeah. just everyone's weird as shit mm-hmm. especially in the city no i don't think that would happen in new york yes it would no yes it fucking would have you ever been in like downtown new york maybe in like the areas where there's literally so many crackheads that like it's it, it's Unbelievable. Well, no, because, no, like, everybody just doesn't care, you know? Like, the, you're just going through and, like, you're trying not to talk to anyone as huh. you pass through the crowd. Pretty you, much. You, But then there's the people who purposely talk to you. They I sit guess. there and talk to you. Yeah. But what else? What else is there? Um, Our houses all kind of suck. The houses? Either the tourist houses are really nice, like multi-million dollar houses on the lake. Oh, yeah. And then they just super stand out to the ones that are like in town, that are run down. Like my house? Yeah. Your house does kind of suck. Yeah. It has potential. You remodeled that joint? Be nice Oh, house. yeah. Yeah. If, if it was remodeled, in fact, um, I cleaned my bathroom the other day and I was like, dang, this looks really nice. I bet like if I cleaned the whole house properly, it would actually... You could sell, sell it. Yeah, sell for a lot. I mean, my house is a little nice. Yeah, your house is pretty nice. I could I sell like it. I could sell it for a lot. Yeah. You definitely could. So 
Oh, we didn't talk about like the fucking water. How we? It's kind of a big deal that we're on a big water chain. That's a little different for a small town. Yeah, we're on the uh, biggest chain of lakes in the entire world. Are we? Yeah. Hmm. But uh, it's the it's kind of like tourist based. The water is like everything up here. People come for the water. They bring their boats to the water. Yeah, that's so true. It's, it's always packed on the water. Oh my god, being on a boat and going through the chain of lakes is the craziest thing when you look at the mansions that are on the water. I know. The, you know the Coleman? Okay, uh if you people of the podcast of uh, Coleman like the sleeping like the camping brand. Yeah. Coleman's the Coleman's they have a house here. Yeah, I know. I and saw it's it. fucking big as shit. It's massive. It's rich. Yeah. Like I think there's actually a difference. Most people up here who are tourists are rich. The Coleman mansion, that's wealthy. There's a, there's a difference between rich and wealthy. Wealthy is the kind of thing where like you could spend $1000 every single day without working another day in your life and still have more money left over. Yeah. To do whatever you wanted with. Yeah. Like wealthy is stupid filthy stuff. Wealthy, wealthy is rich. The fucking NFL linebacker who built a house up here on the top of a mountain, like not not a mountain, it's like an artificial hill hill that he made on the top of a peninsula of one of the lakes, and it's like a fucking castle. I watched him construct it. It's like building a fucking castle. He literally lives on the top of a castle, like in a fairy tale fucking book. Mm -hmm. Um, There's another one that's like on a weirder end of the other end of the system, where it's like covered by a lot of forest, but you can see just the chimney in the grand fireplace that come up. You have a chip. You, when you know you have a fireplace that's unconnected to a wall on the fucking outside of the house, that's wealthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ain't nobody got a fucking fireplace that's connected to the wall on the outside. That's crazy to me. Yeah. And then there's oh, there's that one house on Catfish. You know what I'm talking about? The big, like the biggest Ooh, mansion. Yeah. Like the huge yeah, I know, mansion. I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about. There was actually another mansion that has the one of. I think it's it's a horror movie. They filmed a horror movie there because it was so like expansive and rich. Mm-hmm. I, pff, shit, rich people are just rich. Yeah, and then they then they come here and then they they act like it. <laughs> like mm-hmm. they pull their they pull their boats the boats in the water. There's like the average dads who have like houses like farther down the chain, like the cheaper ends of the chain. Mm-hmm. They're you know they're pontoons, and then there's the wealthy people with like their fucking ocean boats, their yachts, and it's like what the fuck. Yeah. How do you even get that in and out of the water? That is really crazy. We're like, you're just going down the road, and then you see like an $80,000 truck pulling a freaking $1.6 million yacht, and (laughs) you're like, geez. Holy shit. Like, like, where do you get that money? Yeah. I I was like looking outside of my window uh, in, in the car, and I was like, whoa, that's a nice truck. And then I look a little bit to my left, and I'm like, whoa. That's a that's a fucking nice ass boat. You yeah, there, I buddy. I know for a fact that, that boat is worth more than my entire neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's unbelievably true. Man, what I would give to have like a nice boat. I know, right? Like, imagine being rich with rich friends and racing each other's yachts. That'd be a great time. I know, right? It'd I, be I can so picture great. it. So great to be filthy, stinking. Rich. Sometimes I see people when I worked at the go kart place. I'd see people come in, and they'd park their boats. And I'm like, "Fuck!" They just got off the water. It's like 80 degrees out. And you know what I'm doing? 
Hmm. I'm fucking seat belting their eight year old little kids into go karts, and I'm greasy. I have a tank top on, and it's like, man, what I'd give to just be those people right now. I don't yeah. have to worry about the money because mm-hmm. I'm sitting there. I'm like twelve hour shift, grinding my life away, and they're like just parking their boat and like throwing money around. It was. Oh god, what are the prices at that go kart place? I don't know. I don't remember. It's been too long. Yeah, but it was it was expensive, wasn't it? Oh yeah, it was like for twenty bucks you could get what was it three four tickets? Yeah, and so people would come in, these families of twenty, and they'd come in off the water after like spending money all day drinking, partying, and be like, you got to be out of money. Like you got to say, okay, that's enough. We can go back home and relax. No, they come in twenty minutes before we close, and they're like, hand them. They I remember. I instinctively remember we were dead and we were about to close and this 80, like eight cars pull in and people just fucking funnel like clown cars. They pile oh, out of these no. fucking cars and the dude comes up, the head of the group comes up and he's like, so how much will $700 get me? I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah. And he pulls it out and he's got like, like this much. And he, I shit you not. He's holding like these blue bills in my face. Yeah. And he's like, 100 200 oh yeah 300 where he does the thing where it's like it's folded up yeah and, and he then flips he it over he's yeah. flipping 600 700 how much and, will this get me i'm and like can, dude i don't fucking know and he like we don't even we couldn't even like quantify so instead of doing tickets because we didn't want to count how many fucking tickets that was yeah we just said okay we'll give you guys like 30 minutes and it's like five dollars a minute and you guys can just do as much as you want for this group and so that's what we did which kind of seems dude, like a ripoff dude imagine having so much money to the point where when you hand it to someone they they just change the rules for you yeah they're like we've never had this happen before so you just get to do something different than everyone else and we babysat them for like the extra 30 minutes of closing past closing god i just i don't know eddie yeah small towns not only do you like feel poor sometimes just walking around Mm -hmm. in your town but then you see these people come up from like the richer homes and they just fucking toss that shit around yeah and then they also come up here during the winter time for snowmobiling and i feel like the snowmobilers there are definitely two kinds of snowmobilers where they are super super nice and they're like genuinely just or they're cocks yeah or they're just like they're absolute dicks yeah yeah it's unbelievable the differences yeah because like there was this one time i was like walking on the sidewalk and then like this dude almost smoked me with a snowmobile and then he didn't even look back at me as he was driving away he just holds up a middle finger like this and like like points it at me, you know, like <laughs> yeah, like, it, like it was out of a doesn't movie. Doesn't even or give something. you the respect of looking at you. He's yeah. the main character, your side character in his world. He yeah, fucking flipped you up. Um, one of my experiences with snowmobilers is working at that bar I talked about. Mm-hmm. The bathrooms is like we take every every like every day of the week is a different person's time to clean the bathroom. So like on Monday it was me, Tuesdays it was someone else, you know, so on and so forth. Yeah. I remember I got fucked over because I was a new kid. I got a Saturday. I had a Saturday to clean the bathroom or oh, like yeah. help clean the bathroom. I don't remember which one, but I remember it was a pack night of snowmobilers and this lady didn't get what she fucking wanted with her food. Like it came out like raw or cold or some shit like that. Yeah. And so she's pissed. And so she, well, speaking of pissed, she went into the bathroom and pissed on the walls. I'll just get straight to the story. What? Yeah. A female went into the bathroom, 
fucking, I can only imagine sitting on the toilet, because it was a smaller bathroom, sitting on the fucking toilet, lifting her legs up, and just pissing. How how old was she? She, 60s. What? When she was plastered. Well. That doesn't excuse her fucking actions. I still had to go in there with a fucking hazmat suit, fucking scrub the piss off the walls. Could you imagine scrubbing a person's fucking piss off the wall? That's crazy. It's actually <laughs> crazy. We had to like like Walter White, like CIA, FBI go in there with fucking bleach and like throw bleach all over. Because you can't like fucking have piss and shit all over the goddamn walls. Yeah. So you got to go in there and fucking clean it up, mop it up. It's like the time that you... Oh, oh my gosh. Another... Dude, I'm telling you, these fucking Russians that don't understand are like... They don't understand shit. They came into the, the dining room. They sat down. Uh, one mom had like three kids. She had triplets. Yeah. And we have a changing spot in the girl's bathroom to change your kid's diaper. Mm-hmm. But instead, they just changed it on the, the table in the dining room. What? Yeah. What? That was a fun one. They were still shit on the their shit on the dining on the table. And they're like, oh my God, thank you so much. And so we had to haul the table outside and like... I, we thought about just like burning it, <laughs> but instead we got the bleach out again. We'd like fucking drown in bleach. Nothing yeah. can be solved. Everything can be solved with bleach. But that's true. It's murder somebody. Bleach. Bleach. Bleach it. Bleach the shit out of it. Yeah, that's well, one nice thing about small towns. No crime. Very little yeah. crime. Yeah. Ever, is there anybody that you know, like when you go around with somebody that truly locks their doors on their car? Oh yeah, no. No one locks. My, their my doors. dad actually keeps his key in the ignition. And doesn't lock it. I mean, that's just crazy. I take my key at least. Yeah. No, you don't. You pull your key out of the ignition and just leave it there on the console. That's true. I yeah. do do that. When I go somewhere that I isn't here, then I don't do that. Yeah. It's, I mean, our, our number one crime is car theft, but I wonder why. Because fucking people can just go up any door. I bet if we go downtown right now and we pull on 50 car doors to see if they open, I guarantee you 40 will open and the ones that don't open are tourists coming from bigger cities yeah which is insane like my, my dad was inside of uh texas for three months he went down there because he only has one leg and so the winters up here are hard for him and so he went down to texas where he lived for a while and uh he lived with his friend sean and sean was like dude you gotta start locking your doors because it's Texas. Somebody will steal your car. And he just forgot all the time to lock his car because he's just so used to not locking it up here. And did he, did he get his car stolen? No, he didn't. I mean, his van is a piece of junk. No, so. <laughs> there's nothing. The car thieves are probably looking around the street and like, what about that van over there? It's like, there's nothing valuable in that. Van. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, I had a train of thought and I lost it. Oh, another cool thing about small towns is we have like super dangerous shit just laying around. So you know the swing, on the so we have a swing on the river, right? Which oh, is like that's right. The, yeah. the swing. The swing. It's literally someone a long time ago. There was this indent in the river, and some dude was sitting there, and he's like, "Shit, that'd be a perfect spot to put a swing." And so he just got it like fifty feet with a rope, hung a tree, the tree that was above it, he hung it on there, and now you can just you jump off the platform and you sw- like it's high up, like yeah. it's twenty feet. Yeah, it's really big. 20 feet off the ground, and you go, and you just jump into the river. Uh And at first, you think, oh, that can't sound too dangerous. It's pretty fucking dangerous. Yeah. Two reasons. And then I have a story to conclude. First off, originally, it was just like the dirt that you stand on and jump off, but then some dude was like, we got to up the ante here. Like, we're (laughs) going to go up. So they built a platform with like full scaffolding and then a board to jump off. So now we went from 20 feet originally to like 
when I was a kid going, it was 20 feet. Now it's up to like 40 feet in the fucking air. Yeah. And so one of the reasons it's dangerous is because not only is it a big, thick rope, but to get the rope actually up to the person that's going to jump off the platform, someone added like this string, this super thin nylon string at the end with like a thick knot at the end. And now you've just made a fucking whip. Sure, it's easier to hand it up to the person, but when you're jumping off and you don't let go of it right, it will come back around and whip your ass like fucking hard. Remember uh, remember we went there? So one time we went there for my birthday with my dad and all my friends. Remember we went there? Do you remember like the pain everyone was in? No, I didn't go with you. You were there. You were there. I remember you being there. Do you not remember Seth getting absolutely fucking whipped like a little bitch? The no, rope. I, I wasn't there. I can I, guarantee I wasn't there. Dude, you were there. I'm pretty sure you were there. What What year was that? Uh, two years ago. No, there's no way. I'm there's telling. No way that Anyways, was two years ago. Regardless, Seth, big kid, jumps off. Not only does he get fucking whipped by this rope, yeah. he falls and doesn't do a cannonball, and so he fucking splat on oh. the water and you can just hear it and he comes up and he screams <laughs> he's screaming he's like he comes up to the water he's like ah, he's like in pain because he just fucking whipped not only was he whipped but his whole body got slapped in the I think, water i think that must have been like eighth ninth grade year maybe because, but so we, we all sat on board the second reason why it's dangerous is come sometimes when you're really fucking wasted and i've seen it before with a group of people they forget to let go so they swing off right and then they hang on yeah and then they come back and right into the fucking ground. Ooh. They hit the ground hard. Ooh. So there's this one time, and this is the story. There's this poor lady, a 20-something, absolutely plastered on the fucking river. She swings off of it, and she lets go of it super wrong. And she has she gets the fucking rope, like that string part that I talked about, mm-hmm. wrapped around her neck. What? Swings back and hits the ground. She actually, like... She's now disabled from the neck down. Did you see it in person? I didn't see it. No, it's just a famous story of the rope swing that this. I I know of the lady. I know her family, and she's paralyzed now. Wow! Because she fucking jumped off, didn't let go right, didn't do anything right, got tied up, hit the ground, and now she's paralyzed. Wow! Paraplegic. So I mean, it's fun, but it's super not safe. Yeah. I would say out of the eight of my friends that swung, at least seven of us got injured. <laughs> Like bad. Wow. That's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know that I wasn't there because... I'm pretty sure you were there. At that point, I didn't know how to swim, remember? So I But def- we all have life jackets. That was the thing. No, I, I, I wasn't there. I know I wasn't there. Mm. Because I have a better memory than you do. <laughs> Fuck off. So that must have been three years ago. Either your freshman year or your eighth grade year because we weren't really friends then hmm. we'll talk about this later do you have anything else to conclude the small town ante do you have any like small town experiences where you'd like this would only happen in a small town talking to people just there's a certain way that people talk in a small town so like normally in like a big city you don't really bring up names like that's that's not really something that you do like if you do, it's like something someone that's like in your friend group that mm-hmm. you would know. Um, but like otherwise, it's just kind of assumed that you don't know that person. But like in here in in like a small town, it'd be like, oh Tanner did this, and then, oh my god, really? I can't believe that. Like 
the way that people talk about other people is so much different than in a small uh, in a big city. Yeah, you know? it's infuriating almost because it has to be a name. Yeah, you're like, oh, you could you could say this person's person, and then they'd be like, oh, this person's cousin's friend's uncle, he got in a car accident. No way. Let's all go talk to him about it. Yeah, or you bring up any story, any story, and they're like, oh, who was it? Who was it? Oh, it was, it was Jonathan. Who's Jonathan? Oh, uh, Melissa's cousin. Who's Melissa? Oh, Melissa's third brother. Oh my God, I have him in my second grade kindergarten class. That's yeah. crazy. And it's like, what, dude? <laughs> Exactly. Uh, I don't understand. I just don't get it. It's like, just, ugh, I hate it. I do hate it. Yeah. That's something that, like... The drama. Yeah, the drama. It, like, genuinely disgusts me. You could run shirtless in a big city. No one would bat an eye. Oh, Not yeah. a single person would like, give a fuck. Oh, there goes that crackhead again. <laughs> They'd be, they wouldn't know your name. They wouldn't know who you are. They would not care. Yeah. All they, of the above. They would probably see it, maybe think about it for, like, an hour, and then literally forget about it. Because they've probably seen some other shit. That's yeah. More crazy. Exactly. Drunk driving is another one. We don't have Uber. Oh, yeah. No Uber. So everyone is wasted on the road. Especially yeah. after like New Year's, St. Patty's, shit like that. People do not care. Yeah. That's why uh, a bunch of cops will literally just like randomly stop people up here to check. And most of the time driving. they're right. Yeah. Even if they're not speeding or doing anything suspicious, they'll pull them over still. Yeah. Which I think is crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I remember, this was just yesterday, I was watching a cop go down the road, and he was going slow, like really slow, and all the cars around him were like matching his speed. And I'm like, oh, what is he doing? He's just driving. I'm like, no, he's he's actively seeking someone to pull over. Like, I fucking knew it too. And this car is going in the opposite lane, mind you, the opposite lane. Yeah. And he's maybe going like five over, not even that much. Mm-hmm. And he sees the cop and he breaks. And then the cops like got him, and he fucking flashes his lights and does a U-turn in the opposite lane and gets this dude. Wow. Like that's so fucked. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Cause I know like that dude was not the only guy speeding. He just got caught in a bad spot. Yeah, which wow. is crazy. And then the cop is like your cousin, and so it's like fuck, we're good, right? He's like, yeah, we're good. <laughs> like, oh my god, are you Linda's kid? It's like, yeah, I'm Linda's kid. I'm like, oh shit, you're good to go, man. Just don't speed no more. <laughs> yeah. Let you off with a warning this Let you time. Off a warning, mister. Well, actually, like, we had the school cop. Super cool dude. He was there for, like, what, 20 years? Saw a long time. Yeah, long time. And just this year, we got a new school cop. And it is such a big difference. I don't know from... where the fuck he's from. Yeah. But he has that hand on his gun like he's in fucking San Quentin State Prison. Yeah. He walks around with his hand on the gun, and he's like... Ready to pop a cap in someone's ass. Like, yeah. He's fucking always ready to turn into a shooting range. <laughs> and like the first like week of school, he was pulling over ev- like basically every Everybody. single person. Because like I think what it's 25 in the school zone or something like that. Less than that. Yeah, less than that. It's like 15. And um, normally people go like 30 there. And our old school cop didn't give two flying fucks. But this dude, like they were pulling over Every, like every single second they had like four officers just like there all patrolling the area to pull people over it was actually insane he was there at 5 a.m once and he pulled someone over pulling into the school yeah because they were going like five over mm-hmm. but like it was 5 a.m school starts at fucking eight and like nobody was there yeah and so he thought he was good and he was fucking hidden in a back alley of the school and he pulls and he pulls them over I would be so mad. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here at 5 a.m.? Yeah. Get a life. Honestly. 
I'd be pretty mad too. I'd be pissed. Man, we're an hour and seven in talking about small towns. It's so small, there's nothing to talk about. Yeah, I mean like... What, Quick Trip? <laughs> Going to your local trip. Quick Trip? The quick, best gas station in the world? Quick Trip, it was a hoot and a holler when they uh, they first came here. Oh. Because like, I came there opening day as a joke. It was our eighth grade year. Mm-hmm. It's been four years now. And I remember uh, we were having a joke in our... Uh, history class that someone should go and wait for the doors to open and get donuts because the donuts are really good they're called glazers and i was like i'll do it and everyone thought i was joking but i did it i waited 5 a.m and the doors opened and i was like the third customer ever in that store you got some glazers and i got some glazers and then in our history class we ate some glazers you want to go to quick trip after this yeah that's what we do. Is like, hey, you want to go to Quick Trip <laughs> yeah. after this? I'm like, oh yeah, sure. Because well, their fucking crispy chicken sandwich is the best. Oh, That's true. Don't go to Dairy Queen in our small town. Oh yeah. I once saw a Snapchat video of someone doing a line of coke in the kitchen of our Dairy Queen. Small yeah. town vibes. And the reason why is because um, the owner of Dairy Queen, he was like an ex-convict, or you know, he's a, and he does not care. Yeah, he doesn't care. So like, he'll just hire crackheads. Like actual crackheads to run his store, and and these kids are like crazy. Yeah, like, like I said, doing a line of fucking coke in the kitchen. I saw the video. I'm like, man, I really like their barbecue tenders. I'm never going there again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I go to McDonald's now because at least they're hiring people, but at least they're not fucking insane. Did you know that um, Warren Buffett's company, Berkshire Hathaway, owns Dairy Queen? Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Well, I feel like this is a good jumping spot here. Now that you guys know that not to get the Dairy Queen here. Yeah, yeah. Now we can uh, metaphorically jump off of the swing. Who and knows, maybe. snap our necks. Yeah, become <laughs> paralyzed. Which is horrible. I yeah, feel bad. But this has been Riding the Air with Jake and Eddie. And today we've talked about small towns. Did you feel like this was a good episode, Eddie? I feel like it was a fast episode. Like it yeah, just, this went by. Yeah, but I mean, it's, again, a, it's a shorter episode. Yeah, it's a shorter episode. Again, I have to. I'm only. I'm cutting off early because I have to pack for that so-called trip. Eddie's shirtless here. He's distracting me with his nipples out. He has to go eat Quick Trip. This has been riding the narrative with Jake and Eddie. I'm Jake and I'm Eddie. Goodbye. Goodbye. Have a good one, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, and don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe our podcast. You guys are doing way better than ever before. And don't forget, um, even if you listen to our podcast on Spotify. Make sure you hit that download. A download really helps put us out there because then it shows, uh, recommends our podcast to other people. And then they can download and then it's a whole thing. And then that's how we get sponsors. And then that's how we can have more extravagant guests. You already said goodbye. Podcasts. Just goodbye. It, goodbye. It. Just fucking just download the episode.